You're listening to the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict. The whole of the sixth chapter of Shabbat is engaged in what we can wear or go out with on Shabbat, mainly what we can wear and different kinds of wearings. And as we get into the sixth Mishnah, we're going into, well, it gets more and more interesting. She goes out with a seller. This is a coin. It's a golden coin. We don't really know what a tsinit is, but the Gemara explains that it's some kind of wound. On It's some kind of uh, wound on the foot that needs might need protection. But there's also an idea that the gold coin strapped to the tsinit might heal it, perhaps. The Yushalmi says it's gout. So we, we don't quite know what this is, but it seems that the seller heals it, so she needs it. But it also seems that because it's attached to the foot, she's not going to be liable to take it off and show it to someone on Shabbat or carry it for Amot in the public domain. So she can go out with it on Shabbat. And similarly, the Mishnah talks about other things that girls might go out with. Habanot, ketanot, yotzot, bechutin. Young girls go out with threads. These are threads in their ears. So they've had their ear, they've had their ears pierced. Fascinating to hear about ear piercing in the Mishnah. So they've had their ears pierced. And you know, when you have your ears pierced, before you, you even put in earrings, you need to put in something to stop the hole just healing uh healing together stopping up so people used to put threads in their ear holes to stop stop the uh stop the hole going away and sometimes they'd put little chips of wood so the girls used to go out with threads even with these chips in their ears and Araviot Yotzot Ru'ulot, Arab Arabian women would go out veiled. Well, clearly the veil is, is a legitimate part of your clothing on Shabbat. Umidiot Prusot, and median woman would go out fastened up. We'll find out in a minute what fastened up is. Vicholadam, and anybody. Everybody can do this. So when the Mishnah is talking about what Arabian women would go out in or what median wouldn't go out in. Median women would go out in. Well, actually, any anybody could go out dressed like this. But the sages talk about the present. In other words, they talk about um, they talk about examples of people that they can see in front of them. So what's this fastened up stuff? Mudayot um, prusot. Median women go out fastened. So the next Mishnah, Poreset Alha Evan Velha Egoz Velhamat Bear. She fastens onto a stone or a nut or a coin. We're going to, we've got a big cloak here, and it feels as if the, the one side of the cloak is going to have a loop, a loop of string. But the other side needs something for it to loop onto, a bit like we would call a button, probably. It could be a big button in today's parlance, but 
it seems as if they didn't have they weren't using buttons or at least the median woman women weren't using buttons they take some round object like a nut or a stone and a coin and they tie it into a the edge of the, of the cloak and then one edge the edge of the cloak with the coin could be looped under the edge of the cloak that had the the um the hook the the, the loop and then you could loop if you like one edge of the cloak or over the other just like a loop goes over a duffel in a duffel coat that seems to be what we're talking about here and of course the question arises well can we do that on shabbat I mean, in fact, that's why the Mishnah brings the brings the problem. If we were just looping over a button, there would be absolutely no problem about doing it on Shabbat. But we're looping over something, first of all, which might be mukta, might not be set aside for use on Shabbat. And well, if it's a if it's a coin, I mean, if it's a coin, it, it's it's absolutely mukta. You you absolutely can't set it aside on Shabbat. And the Mishnah adds, on condition that she doesn't fasten it on Shabbat, fasten it up front on Shabbat. And Gemara here seems to think that we're talking about the coin, that providing we designate the stone or the nut as something for fastening a cloak, we could actually fix it up on Shabbat. But the coin, a coin is different. A coin has, has really got a, st- a, a very strong status of muksa, And you wouldn't, um, you, you wouldn't pick it up and uh, you wouldn't turn it into a button on your cloak on Shabbat, even if you have a legitimate reason for wearing the cloak buttoned up on Shabbat. Now, the Mishnah having is now the Mishnah is going to leave the subject of women's clothing and get on to amputees. But in order to understand, and we're going to be talking about people with legs amputated, in order to understand the halacha about legs being amputated, we actually need a mishnah from Barachot. About it, it's this is the last uh, one of the last. I think it's it's either the last or the last mishnah in Barachot, right at the end of the ninth chapter. And it has many, 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 many things that we do or we don't do. But one of the list of things it says is. We don't go on to Temple Mount with our staff. Or with shoes on. And then various other things. There are various things we don't go on to Temple Mount with, but absolutely not with shoes on. We're not very aware of this halacha today because we don't really go on Temple Mount at all. It's We don't know where the Kadosh Kadoshim is. Most people don't go on to Temple Mount. The Mishnah says if we do go on to Temple Mount, we can't do it with shoes on. So let's now have a look at our Mishnah in Shabbat. An amputee can go out with his stump. Rabbi Yossi doesn't permit. I think the Halakha actually goes according to Rabbi Yossi. And this is a stump. This is an artificial leg. It's a, it's a prosthetic. Um, Rabbi Meir clearly thinks that it's re- required, either it's required for walking or it's an adornment. And Rabbi Yossi says, well, you know, it's not needed. It's not needed. That's why he forbids. And just as the Mishnah has been doing right the way through these chapters in drawing parallels between carrying on Shabbat and Tuma and Tahara, 
the Mishnah goes on, if Imyesh lo bait, kibul kututin, if it's got a receptacle for pads, so you can imagine if you've got a stump under your leg, you're going to have a sort of a, um, you're going to have a an indentation where you might put soft pads for your for your for the stump of your leg to sit on the on the prosthetic. If it's got a receptacle for for, for pads, tame, because that can be considered a clear. It's got it's a receptacle where you can put things in it, and so it could receive tuma. And then we're going to go on smuchot shelo his supports. Midras, they're subject to midras uncleanness. This is uncleanness that comes from a zav, from someone with an omission. But he can go out with them on Shabbat. So he's, the supports, it seems he needs on Shabbat. And he can go into the temple court. So it seems like these are, aren't considered to be shoes. But the Mishnah goes on, if he's got some kind of chair, and this this is probably more like a, a a sort of an old age walker, actually. It or it's something he's resting on anyway, and it supports midras. They they have midras uncleanness because he rests on them while he and if he's if he has an omission, he's going to resting on them and there's a contract uncleanness. You can't go out on Shabbat with them because this this chair seems to be more like um, this seems to be more like a wheelchair actually. And you can't go into temple court with them. The supports seem to be more like shoes here. And then finally, the Mishnah closes with something called an uncut min. Uncut min. Tohorin. The uncut min are are pure. They they don't receive tumah, but you don't go out with them. And there's a lot of discussion as to what, no one really knows what the uncut min are. Rashi actually has an idea that they're, um, they're artificial, they're sort of puppet heads that a jester might put over his head, like um, Punch and Judy heads. And maybe that's why they're, they're clean, because they're clearly not a vessel. And why you don't go out with them. Because clearly they're not required on Shabbat. Some kind of Punch and Judy mask you put over your head is clearly not something you'd, you'd use on Shabbat. The Rambam, I brought you a tiny quote from, from the Rambam's commentary. He thinks it's like a wooden shoe. He says, um, uh, he, um, da 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 Ha, um, that's just the beginning of, of the of the Mishnah. It's like some kind of wooden shoe, and we can sort of understand that in terms of the context, because the context is clearly talking about things that go on the feet. It doesn't seem to be talking about things for jesting with. But if that is the case, why they don't? They're not makabel tumah, and why you can't go out in them is something that I, I I I don't fully understand. And I must say the content of some of this Mishnah is slightly obscure to me, even though I'm I've been trying to puzzle it out. We may find this in future Mishnayot, which are going to go through in great detail different kinds of things that we might carry on Shabbat. Because the next few chapters of the Mishnah are all about carrying on Shabbat.
with a couple of exceptions. And we're going to look at different kinds of objects and what sort of minimal quantities are required. So we're going to learn a lot about different kinds of objects that we don't understand in coming days. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Daily Mishnah Podcast with Benedict.